Hello everybody, it's Gary Stuckey with Real Music. Excited to be back once again with a brand new interview. And on today's show, it's a special Valentine's edition of the show. Happy Valentine's Day, or as I like to call it, Wednesday. (laughs) But anyway, a great friend of mine is back once again, Danny Stefanetti. The Australian sensation is back with a brand new song just in time for Valentine's Day. The timing was on is the name of it and uh, she's gonna do a little sample for you live here on the show and uh then we're gonna get right into the interview but here we go take it away danny that listens to my music was the timing was on video and song that dropped on Valentine's. Well, it actually dropped a day before, but um, that's my gift to everybody out there. So I hope you can gift that to somebody else and anyone that you're in love with, whether that's a friend, um, anyone you love, a pet. Yeah, anyone. It's very universal, this song. So I love just as many people to hear it. So I hope it gifts other people and couples fall in love with this song. Yeah, it's a perfect song. I mean, you know, I was thinking the timing, you know, you talk about timing. Well, here it is Valentine's Day. The timing was on. So is that, was that planned for that? Did you plan that? The timing was on for that? Well, you know, uh, earlier before the interview, we're talking about, um, do I get much sleep in? And because like my last night in my show, I didn't get to sleep till about 1.30. And I was so on adrenaline from the release of that day. I started at 6 a.m. and was working all day on pushing the track out as an independent artist, you know, and right. here at Danny Land Records. And um, we did, I did say to my manager, like, about dropping on Valentine's, but that only gave us two weeks for, to prepare the release. You're like, are you kidding you know, but there's over 20 people that have come on board that post things on social media and you, people like yourself and radio stations that have just instantly jumped on board to basically be part of the release. So I feel like I've got a label behind me in a sense. There you go. I think you do. Well, you know, that's good. You know, it's kind got of people... spontaneous. Yeah. Well, that's great when people, uh, notice things like that and they jump on board you got a lot of fans that really appreciate your music but the song itself now uh like i said valentine's day or as i like to call it wednesday (laughs) (laughs) but hey but anyway so tell me what's the story behind the song how did you come up with the idea no it's a very catchy thing because you know timing is everything you know in life If things don't happen, and I believe things happen for a reason, and God has a plan, and yep. things happen, it has to be a certain time. And so, tell me, 
you're right because the timing has to be there. You have to be, if you have to be at a certain place at a certain time to get a job or for somebody to recognize your music, you know, if you weren't there, uh, you know, when Jeff, you know, talked to you, you know, there's certain times and places in the world, you know, that you, you, you know, it's, it's not, I don't think it's just by chance. I think they were supposed to be there, but it does, it is cool to think about the time and, the timing is, is everything, right? So what was the story behind this song? How did you just decide yeah. to write this song? That's a great question. You know, like anything with when it comes to songwriting, um, I've always, as a young child, since the age of eight, been very prolific and a bit of a space cadet, actually, which is why when these songs come out, it's it's somewhat of a, it's a subconscious thing. So I press the voice memo and within three to five minutes, usually my best songs write themselves. And I, sometimes they don't even make sense. I sent it to uh, to my manager to listen to and uh, over the phone. And at the time he goes, well, is the timing off? He didn't quite get the song, you know. It Was this a breakup song or was this like a good song? And um, it wasn't until I gave it a few listens I actually realised what I wrote. And I kind of sat on that song for a year and then we took it into my studio and, and put all the strings and everything over it. But it was a very prolific song. Um, but then it's in the it's in the time signature of 6-8, which is rare because most of my songs aren't. But there was something special about this one when I play it live. And, I mean, the story behind it was I watch a lot of movies um, from serendipity and a lot of romantic love stories. And I guess that New York setting and people locking eyes. Have you ever seen that scene in Closer with Natalie right. Portman and Jude Law? Right, right. You know how, like, the opening scene, they're walking in traffic. Like, there's so there's thousands of people. It almost looks like it's in Manhattan. And there's crowds of people and they're walking towards each other and they lock eyes. And then that moment of... If I was off by a second, I wouldn't have met that person, you know. Right. And uh, I just kind of, I don't know, something about that triggered the song. It worked. I mean, it really worked. I, I think that fans and people out there watching and listening can relate to that. I know I can, you know, but hey, don't tell nobody. I like these sappy love movies. Don't tell nobody. Uh, like, I might have said it, The Notebook. I'm just saying, don't tell oh, nobody. Yes. But, uh, that's but okay. that's just, yeah, we should. Well, that's just it, though. The 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 I'm talking about the timing, though, and that's what love songs I think are about is about the timing. And the the person hears the song and they go, "Whoa!" And like you said, they have a boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, and they they're listening to the song and they're like, "Hey, I can relate to this moment," you know. And especially that's a cool video too, by the way. I want to say oh, congratulations it's on that. Vision. Sorry, that's really cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, Jeffrey Panzer and shout out to Evan B. Stone. Unbelievable. I got, you know, such a powerhouse team behind me. And to have two legends like that, um, you should have seen my rough cut, what I handed them with all my footage and everything. And uh, what they turned it into was pretty spectacular. My mum even said, wow, that was magnificent, you know. There you <laughs> so go, my mom Stamp of approval from my mother. <laughs> when your mom says it's good, 
you know, because that says a lot. My mom would, it, it takes a lot for her to say something's good. I'm just saying, she, she'll tell you like it. Well, uh, how did they go about doing that for the footage? I mean, how did, how did all these different places? And you know, I know it's on the big screen. You got traffic going by. You got different locations. It's just really cool settings. It's really high tech. I mean, that's really nice. I mean, well, rich, you know. And we're the high tech type of team. So, you know, it just happens like that. <laughs> right. You know, we are, you, you know, we utilize technology. Uh, it was it was just an amalgamation of, of trial and error. And um, also Caleb's niece in post-production, our editor, helped us too. I believe it's Caleb Sweeney, so shout out to him. Um, but, yeah, you know, it, within about a day and a half, that video was uh, complete. So it didn't take too long. But, uh, yeah, they they managed to put me into Times Square. <laughs> they did good. That's really cool. It's a really cool video. Everybody needs to go check it out. Uh, I don't yeah, know, I've, been, I've been seeing people uh, enjoying it. You got a lot of good reactions so far, right? What have they been saying oh, about wow. it? The comments were so cool, but I remember the the final edit I watched back because the initial edit, I wasn't on the billboard or nothing like that. It was totally different. And when I saw it the um, the night before, I, th I believe it was uh, on the 12th of February, just before I went to sleep, I saw the final cut and I was like blown away and nearly made me cry. Wow. Like, how is this even possible? Like, with three people and uh, without a you know major label behind us, how how did we do that? You know. Well, you know, I hope people understand that, and I hope people that are listening and watching, and you know, understand it's not like you have this, you know, a thousand people helping and, and paying all this money. You know, sometimes you're limited when it's your when it's you know it, it's coming from you. And you have a certain budget, you have a certain amount of time, you yep. have things that, you know, talking about the timing, but uh, mm -hmm. it, it's understandable, uh, maybe that, I mean, it should be amazing, though, to people that, that you had such an awesome final product of the video, but the song, too. So you, the video is up here, you got to have a, I mean, the song's up here and the video's got to be up there to match, you know? Yeah. And it, and it really was. So I'm I'm hoping, oh. you know, a lot of these people that are paying attention really pay attention to that fact, though, that y'all went out of your way to do this big time uh, song and video. I th and I think they do. I think there are people paying attention and going, I like this girl. I like what she's doing. I like her music. You know, because that. And you've been making these waves. I mean, you're like I think we talked about it last time. You know, you had goals and what your plans. You know, you keep moving up and moving up. You know. Yeah. I know we talked about you were in guitar uh, world. I know you've you've got uh, those guitars. You've been capturing uh, all of this. Yeah, I'm just saying. Last, uh, got, six months, just incredible. You've doing you're doing it. I mean, you're you've been all all these TV shows and uh, are people are talking about you. You know, uh, you're um, what is it? Uh, the guitar uh, company the prs guitar oh, PRS guitars yes right. they've been very supportive and cable free guitar the cableless yeah, right. guitar you know system so cool. awesome. um, and just like i could shout out so many people but i don't want to like miss out names but 
Uh, I've got a lot of amazing people online. Um, shout out to to Angel Wings. She makes this amazing social media content for me and William Lee Golden. And um, I'm just blown away. Like she posted some promos for Valentine's Day of the new release and I watched, I watched them and I was like, wow, girl, how did you put that butterfly in the clock and the whole thing, <laughs> you know? See, so cool. It's so cool yeah. what people can do. That's amazing. The um, comments I got yesterday when we first dropped the song, you know, I don't care if it if it doesn't get to a thousand views or whatever it gets to, as long as people are loving it. And from the comments, I do think people have really um, embraced the song and the video, and uh, that's all I can ask for, you know. Well, there you go. You know, sometimes your expectations may be right here, and and then suddenly <laughs> everything goes up here, and you're like, whoa. You know, <laughs> I think dreams come true every day. I mean, I think it's just a yep. process. They might not come <laughs> true in one day, but, yep. you know, it takes some time, you know, but you've got some uh, great music uh, for people to listen to. Well, well tell me, Thanks, this Dad. song here, though, you're welcome. Um, this song here, like you said, is a slower song, different timing yes. than, than what you're you're used like to. But country, uh, country rock ballad, I would call it. I love ballad. Yeah. So tell me this now. If you're performing this song, yeah. is this harder for you to sing as opposed to a faster song? Or how does that work for you? Um, this particular song does use a lot of my vocal range. Uh, and then it goes into that really strong rock chorus vocally. Mm -hmm. um, but I know it's kind of nice like doing those upbeat songs that are, are more uh, rock and roll-esque with the E's and the, you know, the rolling chords, like the Proud Mary type songs. And then True. switching it up into something like this because it just changes the atmosphere. Sure. And, you know, especially somebody known for playing that guitar like you do, this this doesn't <laughs> have as much guitar in there, so it's something different. I know there's a lot of strings and things in there, so that, yeah. that's really pretty uh, music. How did that come about? How did you get all that worked in there yeah. with so recording? When I, when I produced this track... Um, I think it was around seven tracks into the album that I was producing, co-producing, and um, I was learning how to mix and engineer and, and do, you know, the whole software situation. And um, this was uh, in 2023 and last year. And um, I put down the, there's a lot of actually acoustic guitar layers in there. There's drums, bass, and there's lots of, that's why we call the record Danny's Diamonds because there's these little things that I call diamonds underneath. They're like high register chords going on and I'm picking them and I'm putting a delay over it and I call them guitar diamonds. So there actually is a lot of guitar picking in this song, but I made it sound like string-esque. But then I added some plugins that sound like the BBC Symphony Orchestra and, uh, and created lots of different sounds with all the chords that I had. Ain't that so cool? You know, and I'm just saying, and you didn't have to hire the symphony orchestra. You didn't have to make time. To, I'm just saying you could do that all yourself. <laughs> yes. And it sounds great. That's uh, why I love I'm uh, just like rolling with technology now because it it's moving so quickly. Right. I, I have to catch up. I'm I'm behind. <laughs> the timing was all for me. No. Are you on a green screen or is that the is that the backdrop? Because I'm on a Is this the backdrop? No. This this is a green screen. Now, it the, is? The, the room is trashed. You don't want. 
Pay no attention. Pay no attention. I'm gonna say you got a different color logo now. It, I changed it up a little bit. You know, you get, <laughs> it gets old. You you, ch- you try yeah. something new. Um, but yeah, it's, I see that. I, my name and logo. Okay, yes, anyway. it's great. That that was all free. I, you know, but anyway. Um, but yeah, talking about the music though, you know, I was thinking about that. You know, with all that technology, the strings, and yep. you could sit there. And it, and I like to do the same thing, you know, not to toot my own horn, but um, when you when you've got that in front of you, and your mind is going, I can do this, and I can do that, and yeah. I can add this and add that. Yeah. So as you're recording these songs, what is it within you that goes, I need more of this? How do you know when is enough? How do you know what to add? What what within you goes, I need more of this? Or I need more of that. Is there something inside you that just kind of knows what to do? How do you know all this stuff? So um, when it comes to the guitar parts and uh, vocals and a lot of the uh, arrangements, different things like that, like lyrically and everything, I, I pretty like know where I want to go, where where I naturally would go on, a, you know, in the studio. But then Jeffrey comes from a lot of that because uh, he's the executive producer and co-producer on this record um I think because he was around a lot of the Motown acts like Stevie Wonder and you know they used a lot of horns and Daryl Halls and Oates times that's that was really where he was around a lot of great music and working with very big artists like you know those type of artists and um I think his ear coming from I would call that probably the 70s um and I I feel like my guitar background and all that, like we meet halfway and then we he'll hear little things that need correcting and so do so can I. So we find we kind of find what we like. Right. So I know I had him on the show last time, you know, we were talking yeah. about that kind of jokingly. Do y'all ever kind of bump heads and go, do you ever are you ever like bold and go, doggone it, I want this in there? You know, and but you have to you know, uh, you, you have to yeah. understand. Yeah, we, we definitely lot. do. <laughs> we have bumped heads before, that's for sure. We're both, <laughs> both very, like, strong people. Okay. Um, but there was one time in one of the songs, uh, Rock and Roll, it was a rock and roll uh, in my soul song. And um, it's a real, like, up-and-go summer rock song. And I remember wanting to put in a lyric like, I want deep fried love you like. And he's like, what the heck is love you like? Love you liking? I said, yeah, <laughs> it's the word I made up. We have to put it in there. It's like deep fried jambalaya, Danny. I said, no, no, I, I, that doesn't match, you know. And he goes, no, lo- lo- love you likey? What does that mean, you know? <laughs> so we made it jambalaya. <laughs> well, well, at least you have somebody there that, you know, is honest and will tell you the truth, you know, cause sometimes, I mean, I'd like to hear something, you know, somebody says, you know, Gary, that stinks, man. <laughs> <laughs> it might hurt your feelings, but later you go, Oh yeah, that, that wasn't cool. But I'm yeah, just saying he's got I some like, experience. Oh, this one time during the album, I, you know, I'm trying to engineer, I'm trying to learn all the software, I'm, you know, trying to put down the guitar parts, vocals, like it's a lot. And then I, I got to the end of the day and he says to me, 
you know, I think you can do a better solo than that. I think you can do a better guitar solo. And I was like, tell me that now. That was, I just did that all day. You know, I don't want to hear it. He's pushing you. He was pushing you. It's like squeezing toothpaste and getting all the toothpaste out to see what, you know, you yeah. got to use every bit of energy. And that's what they do, though. That's what, yeah. you know. And I, I'd done like a couple of different takes and I was like, yeah, yeah, that's the one. That's the one. It's good. Nah, you can do better. Well, again, again. I. <laughs> and see, those kind of guys like that, one day when you're winning all these awards, you can look back and go, I'm glad he pushed me. And yes. he But, you know, I know yeah. that it doesn't come easily, you know, when you're when you're yes. recording stuff. You know, you can't just throw something out there and hope it sounds good. <laughs> you got to work hard at it and do. Um, so a song like this, though, like I said, the timing, you know, on, on Valentine's Day, uh, yeah. it, it really is uh, a great song that needs to be heard uh what kind of you've been doing interviews and things like that have they been you know i know there's certain people that are, are paying attention to your music and, and yes. you're you've gotten awards in the past or are they really uh reaching out to you have you heard anything about being entered in some kind of uh awards or up for any kind of awards coming up or, or it's anything uh like that i'll have to check i don't know <laughs> i haven't looked into that i've been so focused on this release and getting it, uh, you know, all done within the, you know, first week of uh, February, you know, already into the start of the year, I wasn't expecting to already put out, out another track because you got me thinking of you was going so well on radio stations that I kind of wanted to wait a bit. Um, but, you know, here we are. So, no, I haven't looked into awards yet, but I do know that the Josie Awards uh, did really well last October on my last trip to Nashville. Uh, who knows what the future will hold, you know. Um, I'm doing lots of shows uh, in, in California and hopefully, you know, to, I'm interested to see how this song does with everybody. Yeah. How I people mean, like it, you know. I think it's, it's going to be great. I mean, I think, you know, the, on the first listen, I, you gave me like the, the song, you know, and I listened to it beforehand, you know. Yeah. Um, and I was amazed. I was blown away. Not that I didn't believe you could do something like that, but I mean, it just, it has a certain feel to it. You know, it, it reminds me of, I don't know, I'm thinking like Olivia Newton-John, you know, oh, wow. with, obviously for obvious oh, reasons, you. Like, you know, but, but because <laughs> your style, you know, the Australian thing going, but there's a certain tone in your voice though, that, oh. and I can't describe it though. And I think everybody that, Everybody that sings or and everybody uh, that is on the radio or on TV, they have a certain style, you know, and if you really pay attention, it's, you know, it's very uh, recognizable and likable. And I think you've got that certain uh, style oh. that, that appeals to people. So when you're Thank writing you. songs, it's like yes. you can sing to match the lyrics, you know, when the lyrics are there and you have the feeling because you yes. have uh, you ha you project your voice to match the song like it's believable it, it's not just somebody singing going yeah she's it's like she's singing about the truth i mean is this has this happened to you is there somebody that you're thinking about and you're like if the timing was all it, is some guy out there going she's talking about me is this like taylor swift or is there a oh, taylor swift like, moment 
Oh, I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm not. I, I don't know if they have any Swifty fans out there. <laughs> um, I haven't blown up like Taylor Swift, that's for sure. But um, I, you know, I just hope people connect with it in their own way, their own special way with the song. For me, the the timing was on. Um, I relate it to a lot of my career because there's been moments where my dad and I were traveling through Australia doing shows and it there were times where I would, you know, get an award or something with a really great show at a really great venue. Um, and then there would be times when it would be a very small venue and a, it, a really hard week or a really hard year of hustling and hustling to try make a name for myself down under and um and I do think a lot of it has to do with timing like sometimes I may have had a song back then that was a great song and then maybe my the time timing wasn't on but then think everything seemed to have changed two years ago and I became like almost a new person and like those songs haven't dated I just feel that the timing wasn't then. Oops. So, yeah, that's how I relate to the song a bit because it's like, wow, why did I overthink it all? You know, why would I put so much pressure on myself? I should, should let it happen. <laughs> Just let the chips fall where they may. Yeah. Uh, you know, I know you, you know about uh, the passing of Toby Keith and how sad yeah. that was, right? Yep. And I... Uh, and... I was thinking about what he had said in one of his last interviews and, uh, you know, but he was talking about all the music and the songs that he wrote, but he was talking about the way he writes songs. And I thought it was very interesting because I'm the same way. And I wonder if you're like this. He said, whenever he writes songs, it's like he's searching for the pot of gold. He, and he says the pot of gold, like the main idea, the main chorus, you know, the big sell in the song. He says he does that first and then builds his way to that part. Do you do oh. that when you're writing a song? I mean, because you got this big idea, yeah. the biggest part of the song, and then he works his way up to that song. So is that how do you do that? Do you do that? Most of my songs come out, I, I start with a chord, usually a couple of chords or a riff, and then I just start singing words and then next thing it's in my voice memo and sometimes it needs a little correction but sometimes I just keep it as it is until I take it into the studio. So no, sometimes, yeah, it may be a catchphrase but I'm almost singing the lyrics out with a melody as the chords have been written. It like all just comes as a subconscious thought all at the same time. It doesn't even give me enough time to like think what's going on and those are my best songs the ones I put too much thought into to try and like find I end up giving up on those <laughs> <laughs> you throw jambalaya in there and, and yeah right Remember? but you know but I love how he does it everybody every songwriter does it slightly different you know sure well and I was thinking about for me you know writing a song is harder you know, some people write just the lyrics and some yep. writes music first or yep. they do both. But to yep. me, 
if you just write all the lyrics, so sometimes you're going back and you're trying to write the song, it doesn't fit. So you have to cut off some words, you know, and kind of rewrite it, you know. So that's why sometimes it's easier to do both at the same time so you can know where you're going and know what chords you want to play. Otherwise, you're going to be like, oh, yeah. I can't do that. <laughs> so Yeah, uh, I found that too. It's, it can't, it's almost like it's more organic if it just comes out the way it's it was meant to be written. But sometimes right. you do have the handed lyrics from someone else and you got to make that work with music. Yeah. So, and then I've, I've found that works too sometimes very well. Sure. But sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> it really <Right>. doesn't. <laughs> totally understandable. Um, yeah. Well, what's when you're writing a song, how often do you write songs? I mean, is that something you do all the time? Do you have to be in the right mood? Or do, do you always have a pen or paper or a phone or whatever you write on i'm just saying are you yeah. always just thinking of songs all the time or do you just have to be in the mood how does that work for you usually um when i've been this busy with live shows it's um sometimes i'm playing three four hours a night like i don't really I got to pick up the guitar again like to do another show and i love being on stage i love playing the guitar but it's been a lot of, of, of live shows. So sometimes when I get, get home, I'm just zenning out. <laughs> and i got to get better at that because I used to just pick it up all the time. But I wasn't gigging as much. And so now it's like, you know, lugging all my gear and playing da -da 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 every night. Um, I haven't been writing as many. But when I do, like, look out, you know. So, like, one night, I get, one week I had, like, five shows and I had a little bit of a break, right, for one week. I wrote in like two hours, I wrote seven songs. They just kept coming out, bang, 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 bang. Wow. And I just like was putting down all these voice memos, all like totally different style songs, you know. And um, so when I'm in that frame of mind, I, I'll just like make an album. There we go. Got the album for the year. Now I can do my live shows, you know. <laughs> kind of just ha I have to be in the right place where I'm relaxed and, yeah. Well, that's good. So there you go. You have you have an album over here in the can, and you're waiting. <laughs> you can play, and well, yes. uh, that's cool. But you you've had a lot of shows here recently. Uh, tell me about some of the shows and and the reaction of the fans. I mean, they're I'm sure they're loving some of your newer songs too, right? Yeah, out here in the desert, uh, I've been playing a lot of shows, a lot of diverse, different venues, and and I sometimes I see people every week um, same people coming down and they're definitely loving the timing was on and a lot of these rockier tracks um that aren't out in the world yet but they've all heard them out in the area out in the desert um Palm Springs etc um so yeah I have been definitely keeping busy with that I even got a show tonight um yeah so it, it's very exciting cool um so what what do fans what can fans expect when they come to one of your shows i mean as far as your energy do they see this girl on fire i mean you're playing guitar you're singing like crazy i mean there's got to be a lot of excitement how do the fans yeah. react they, they don't just sit there and just stare like you, you ever see these concerts and people there's a band rocking on the stage and they're oh. standing going i'm thinking it's <laughs> some life Get some life yeah, in there. Yeah. I'm sure they're excited to see whenever they. Yeah. Right. Um, sometimes I see people dancing, especially on those love songs. 
And um, what else? I, you know, I have some people that do know the words to my thumbs now. And I have some little girl fans that come down. They call me their, their Australian koala princess. Oh, wow. And <laughs> they're really cute. Um, so I get all different reactions. Some people, like, they always shout out, free bird, free bird. You know, you're always going to get that. And of then. <laughs> you ever you ever play free bird for them? I don't. I don't know it. Okay. I'll but, just say. You know, I, 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 they can expect a lot of Danny moment, moments at my show. And what a Danny moment is, what you know, Gary, um, from a Danny speaking show is, you know, sometimes I'm a little bit awkward and I'll. I'm a little clumsy too, and that translates sometimes into my live shows. Um, even though I'm professional, I still have my clumsy moments. You're professionally clumsy is what you're trying to say. <laughs> yeah. hey, but, you know, just don't trip over a cord and, like, break your yeah. leg or something. God forbid, no. right? No, yeah. that's why I got I the cable that. free. Yeah, that, see, there you go. That's the reason. <laughs> that would be a good... Uh, reason to uh get the cable free that's a yeah. good way to look at it you know a good commercial you don't yeah. want to trip and break your neck exactly and they should have somebody. done it before and after of me on stage <laughs> like well it doesn't just start with my it's usually my heel and then the cable and then the guitar stand and then i somehow get tangled in all of it so well that's those chords. So if you're you're running across the stage, if you're having a good time and you yeah. want to run, and all of a sudden you're you done unplugged yourself, or yeah. some maybe you have a short in there. But if these things you got the cordless, you could run out into this in the crowd and right. You can do all exactly. kinds of things. You can a hundred feet. Mm -hmm. See that's that's what's I love cool. it. Stuff like that, man. I got to get one of those things. What what was what was <laughs> the brand? What's the brand? Of cable free guitar. They're called, and they don't just have the uh, the cable-free guitar uh, parts. They also have straps, and, like, the new thing I have is a Tune Boy. It's a portable speaker that I can plug the guitar into, right, and oh, it has yeah. distortion and clean on it, and I can take it to the park or whatever and jam along and play my iPod and with the backing track and play it over. So cool. Yeah, so there's a lot of technology with that company that I'm loving. And see, another thing you could do on your phone, you could plug it in through your phone and have yeah. uh, the background. You could have a drum track. Yeah. You could drum tracks on there and then play along to that at the same time. That would be cool. Exactly. See, I, I think about stuff like that. Uh, yeah. But yeah, you have your drums. You ever do that, though? Because there's like online, like on YouTube, there's like background tracks of guitar tracks and you yeah. can practice your lead parts. You know, but they have like, yeah. like, you know, different kind of tracks you can mess around with. And technology, like you said, so so cool. Uh, I don't. I'm I'm so far behind. I'm I'm a caveman when it comes to. I mean, yeah. You know, and you have to have money. You know, what's this money that everybody talks about? Uh, but <laughs> but so but talking about these, do they are are you endorsed by them? Do they promote you and everything? The, yeah, the, uh, they sure so, do. Yeah, so, I don't even yeah. think the Tune Boy are that pricey. I, I think they're actually pretty reasonable. Um, and it comes with a really cool case as well. So, yeah, I, I mean, back in the day, if I had that, when I was first learning guitar and my guitar teacher gave me uh, tracks to listen to to practice 12 bar blues or whatever it was, I would have loved to have that portable system so I could just go 
outside and and rehearse instead of being locked up inside all the time you know jamming see yeah i think i think that's the reason why a lot of people don't do that they don't understand you can do that but you can like it's there for you to go out there and and jam you ain't got to hook up all this stuff or have a whole you know i even used it for the music video like when i needed to have the track going when i'm singing over it you know i used it in the backdrop there so i could hear myself (laughs) cool so uh in some of the videos have you done in the past, have there been people around watching you going like, what is she doing? Is she, is she recording something? I mean, have you been oh, like on location yeah, yeah. somewhere and they're like, <laughs> is she talking to me? What is she doing? Oh uh, yeah. When I did the, um, <laughs> when I, I shot the music video for, uh, the timing was on, it was, um, I wasn't sure if it was going to rain that day. So I just had to make the most of it. It was like a gray overcast day. And I just grabbed what I had and set up my stand and d- went into the middle of the road and just started shooting. And yeah, I did have a couple of people drive by and be like, they they all said to me, "Are you shooting a TikTok video?" <laughs> yeah, sorta. Of. Hey, yeah. I'm sure it'll be on TikTok somewhere. I have my like extra makeup, you know, I'm fixing myself, my hairbrush, you know. I got all this like going on. Wow. I'm just thinking, just no one run over me. It's obvious I'm in the middle of the road, you I'm, know. I'm excited for you for the song. Uh Thank and you. Uh, I know a lot of people are gonna love it. Uh but it does matter when, you know, because like me, I'm a sucker for these kind of songs and uh, you know, and valentine's and this kind of year spring yeah. is coming there's yeah, something exactly. about right something about yeah. music at this time of year people are happier yeah, yeah. they're getting out of the winter time and his yep. songs are like you know just they're listening to more music it's a lot more fun to listen to um yeah. and i do think a song like this really deserves to be heard and i do think it will uh, take yeah. off. It looks like I've been checking it out. There's a lot of people checking out your video. Over yes. the uh, but I'll be sharing it. Uh, I'll be sharing it on my page and uh, oh. and letting people know about it. Yeah, and, I can't uh, wait for just more people to grow and grow and grow. That's what I really hope for it. Because well, it's one of those songs that's a very special song to me. Sure. Um, well, tell me about uh, I think we talked about this last time, but as far as the future goes, what have you got lined up and what are you hoping to line up in the next few months? What would be your dream show to line up? I mean, well, you know. since I did a, since I did a video that included, you know, uh, the concept of Times Square and everything, I do really one day want to perform in New York City. Um, and I think the goal right now is to play as many shows as, as humanly possible. And just put out more great music this year. And I'm also in the middle of uh, nearly producing more music because I got so many new songs. Uh, I know you haven't even put out the full album, but I got another pretty much album ready to go to. So I got to start producing it in the studio. Yeah. Well, there you go. So you got you got the, the album ready. You go yep. out and play a little bit. Yeah. You, you put out another one. Yeah. Really, you win yeah. awards. You win, you know, <laughs> Grammys and, uh, but that that's got to be on your mind though. In the you know, like in the future, you're winning all these awards and you're like, and people are like, 
who is Taylor Swift? It's Danny <laughs> Stefanetti. That's who it is. Oh, <laughs> well. hey, but I'm just saying, you, you you make a name for yourself, and then people go, oh. I really, you know, I can't wait for her new music to come out. You know, then they're they're waiting. Wow. Whereas, um, you know. Well, I think it's catching on. Uh, my music's been catching on in America for quite a while now, and and Australia has, uh, you know, have been playing it on their radio down there too, and all across the world. We've been getting great feedback. Um, so, no, I don't have a Grammy yet like Taylor Swift, but I certainly uh, I'm lucky to be doing what I'm doing. Well, there you go. <laughs> what What is it if you if you love what you do? It's not really like a job, you know. It's like if, if you're loving what you do every day and it's not like a chore. Yeah. It's not like you exactly. get up and go, i got to write songs. i got to go sing for these yep. people. all got it. You know, you get to do something that a lot of people wish they could do, but uh, that's got to be a dream come true for you, I'm sure. Yeah, just finding a balance between picking up the guitar and jamming on my free time again between the gigs. <laughs> that's what I love doing. <laughs> well, I'm glad uh, that you chatted with me. And, hey, we'll be doing this again. I yeah. guess we'll get Jeff back on here again. Yeah. Uh and we'll see what level you're at. You know, I'll just say this. Remember me, you know, whenever Aww. you're way up here. But, uh, but yeah, those days are coming, and I'm looking forward to them. Thank you, Gary, for your continued support and keeping a track of my journey. Um, how long is it? It's been over six months, maybe eight months or <laughs> more. Yeah, um, something like that. Thank you for always jumping on board with every single I've been putting out and my whole journey. You've been, like, one of the real um, kind of uh, leaders in radio of doing that for me. So thank you. Well, you're welcome. Well, I'm looking forward to, uh, like I said, everything that you do. And uh, I'll be talking to you soon. This song, though, yes. everybody yep. needs to check it out. Uh, oh. <laughs> go to YouTube and go to what, uh, where can they find and go to your website, your Facebook pages, your wherever yep. uh, well, check out the youtube music video of the timing was on by danny stefanetti first and then from there you can download it on apple um spotify all the streaming services and um i post a lot on instagram and twitter and facebook as well awesome cool. all righty right. then well i'll let you go i know you got a busy night coming uh, up well, you, well, well happy valentine's day happy valentine's day uh, we'll see you later have a great night. See you later. You too. Bye. Right, bye. And there she is, Danny Stefanetti. Hope you enjoyed the show. Very talented lady. Uh, check out her brand new video. The timing was on over on YouTube. And uh, check out our website and her social media pages for more information. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what all she does this year. And until next time, everybody, always remember to keep the music real.